Was mir Okay. Well, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> the most heel move in the business. You're not feeling great, guys. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, playing hurt. Sorry. Well, so much for that intro. Sorry. It was the inaugural, inaugural, inaugural. You can know. Inaugural. No. Inaugural. That's not a word. It is. I just made it up. Insecure. That means Insecure. it's not a word. <laughs> yeah. All words are made up. So, yeah, all words come from somewhere. Yeah, I don't think one person can say, oh, yeah, inaugural. Well, they are now. It, it was going to be the, in, the first introduction with our name. With, oh, that's right. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Welcome. <coughs> sorry. This is why you're the least liked. I don't buy that. Section. I will never believe that. Confirmed. The least of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, right, oh, more like that. the Kevin Kelly of the podcast. Hey. Hey now. Hey. Oh, boy. Kevin's a nice guy. Anyway. Welcome to the Stable of Studs podcast. Woo! We are the Four. Stable of Studs. Life. <laughs> <laughs> Are you getting super nerdy with us, are you? Oh, did we get a mixing board in now, or what? For life. <laughs> I always thought before I introduce y'all, I always thought that the like the there was a guy in the truck just like hitting that for life button in the back. I'm sure there was. I'm sure there was. I wanted to be that guy. I'm sure he was on the Turner payroll. I mean, they threw a lot of money away. I hope it was one guy and like that's all he did. He was the for life guy. Yeah. He just had one. Can we get the button guy? And that beast, that B Squad theme song was horrible. B team, the B team, yeah, the B team NWO theme song. Oh, like the oh one yeah. yeah, the Scott Norton. Uh, oh God, <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like Hendrix minus a hundred. Like it was oh, no. horrible. But anyway, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are the Stable of Studs podcast. I'm indeed your host, Hank Rodriguez, and starting from the right, uh, far end of me on the right side is Adam Danger. How you doing, sir? Uh, doing really well, uh, Tank. Thank you so much for having uh, having me here in the Stable of Studs. Glad to be a part of it. Awesome. And of course, James Dean. Uh, if you know him from the Horror Podcast as well as the Stable of Studs Podcast. How you doing, sir? You can't give a thumbs up on a podcast. I gave the Orange Cassidy thumbs up. That's what <laughs> oh, I'm doing. Boy. Got it. Got it. And of course, Tanner Treadway. Happy to make things harder on everybody else. You I do a good know. job of it. So you, you do a good job. <laughs> and I, like I was saying, too. Again, you are the least favorite. And it's okay. It's okay. That's all, that's all right. There has to be someone. There's got to be someone. I'll, and I'll, it's you. I will do the and job. And it's you. I will do the job. I, I, but I will admit, you do have one fan who did call you a star. And that that's was, good. That was Paul. Yeah, he said it to my face, too. Yeah, he, I bet he, he did. He said it a few times. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Adam Danger. President accounted for. Uh, we had to miss last week because uh, you had so much going on. That's right. Um, and you had a little weather uh, weather interruption with you on the road with chaos with an X. That's right. That's right. We were stuck in the middle of a whirlwind uh, weather storm in uh, Poughkeepsie, New York. Poughkeepsie. We were making Poughkeepsie a, a double shot there. Listen, I want to take this time. I'm not going to talk about the weather. I'm going to talk about chaos with an X. Wow. My client. Here we go. My client, chaos with an X, is the hottest property on the indie circuit. And I'm calling out you, Mansoor. And I'm calling out you, superhuman. And you better believe I'm calling out you. Philip. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, no. Crazy. Oh, shoot name. Mr. Punk. Yeah, you're ducking chaos Crazy with the next. We know it. We were there at All Out. We were there at uh, the meet and greet, and you didn't show up. You know why? You're scared. I'm just going to put it. So, so wait, 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 wait a minute. So you're saying that the reason CM Punk hasn't come back is because of chaos with the next, and he's scared of him. He's running. He's running. He's ducking. He's ducking. He's hiding. He's plucking. He's doing all kinds of, all manners of, of, of evasive maneuvers to, uh, oh. to hide from my client, Chaos with an X. Gotcha. Well, he's, still, he's still working with that staph infection, isn't he? Chaos? Yes. Uh, look, the doctor said that uh, it should be fine. It's going to heal up in a couple days. You put some peroxide over it. Oh, peroxide. Uh, we've been praying over him. We've got this egg that <laughs> oh, we keep good. with us, just rubbing <laughs> it all over him. That's good. Getting it, getting it out. Listen, all I know is that any time any place, as long as it's in the uh, 48, lower 48 of the United States, we can make it there, okay? <laughs> you know, if you want to hide in Japan, you want to hide in uh, uh, Rhode Island, right? 
we're going to find you. We're going to find you and we're going to face you. Uh, Chaos with an X means business. He is business. We're business. We're open for business. And we're closing down all comers. You can believe that from me, Adam Danger. Take it to the bank. So, well, me, so go, go ahead. Well, let me go ask. Ahead. Like, what, um, Why do you think Phil's so afraid of him? Is it the Hatchet Man tattoo? <laughs> well, I think it's, uh, it's, it's any number of things, right? Like, uh, listen, I'm... Chaos with an X has such a reputation on the indies right now. Look, I know we get paid in coupons. I know we get paid in light tubes, right? Oh, because we are, we are, for real, we are about this life. This is a man's sport. You're, st you're straight up outlaw. We are outlaw. This is a man's sport with a bullet called life. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do, do you smell what I'm stepping in here? <laughs> I smell it. Uh, I smell all of it. I, I, it I just need like you to money. calm down. Okay. Hey, okay. I know you're getting a little heated. We don't, we don't, we don't have heat with hey, you. Hey, baby, I'm not getting half hot here. Chaos with an X is hungry. He's literally hungry. He's not eating in two days. Okay. Look, man, trip jeans don't buy themselves. <laughs> <laughs> They're not cheap, uh, regardless of how many people still wear but, them. But uh, but if you are listening to this podcast, dear listener, remember Chaos with an X. Anytime, anywhere, it can be it can be a, a discontinued roller rink. It can be some cardboard on asphalt. It doesn't matter to us. It most likely will be. Yeah, probably <laughs> will. Which doubles for our house, but that's fine because we're into recycling. That's right. And, and uh, again, before we give out his, uh, his contact information for people to book him around or get in contact with you, right, right, right. Uh, we do want to address superhuman as well. Yes. Uh, not so super and all too human, if you ask me. Okay. Right. Fighting words. I like yeah, it. Coming out hot. All right, Superhuman, uh, you heard it here first. Look, oh, go ahead. Look, Superhuman, like, anybody can drop an elbow in a center block, all right? <clears throat> Put it in the ring, get it in the ring, show us how tough you really are. We all know you're super tough. We all know that you're practically indestructible. But get in the ring, I think, right? It's where wrestling happens in the ring. And Take it out of the backyard. Of and it wasn't pretty. I, look. We're here to sell tickets. Am I right? Yeah, put asses in seats. We're here to sell dozens of tickets. <laughs> oh, did okay? you guys find an arena that has seats? Uh, we're, it's still a work in progress. TBD. TBD, like anything in life. Asses in lawn chairs. That's right. <laughs> you bring, bring, bring your own, own lawn, lawn chairs. Chair. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, as, you, as you've been to some of our shows. I have. I have. I did not have a good time. Unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, this is signing off. almost caught staff. Yeah, I was like 50 feet you know, from the ring, and I saw something. <laughs> some, some kind of liquid. It was not raining. But yeah, some sort of a secret of the ooze situation here. Listen, chaos with an X <coughs> is here. He's clear and he's ready for business. Well, he's, he's not clear? cleared by the doctor yet. <laughs> well, he's got clear eyes now. We've really cleared that gingivitis right out of his eyes. Oh, it was. Wow. It was. Is gingivitis in eyes? <laughs> it can get there. Wow. <laughs> I'll tell you that. It's all those hardcore matches like fighting with <laughs> fucking dead raccoons and all that right. put asses in seats. Lawn, lawn chairs. Uh, but yeah, you can find Chaos with an X at myspace.com slash X-X-H-A-O-S X. That's right. X. Serious inquiries only. 6-9. Yes, thank you. <laughs> no one's listening. Anyway. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, yeah, so we had we did miss last week. Uh, I'm glad we could uh, come back here today, uh, which is, um, what, is Monday the 20th? It's Monday. Good deal. So, um, let's go and start off. I, I thought something was really interesting here before we get into, you know, the half highlights of, of what we watched or what we didn't watch. Um, my first thing was seeing that uh, Instagram post from Randy Orton. Oh, uh, yes. To the yeah. uh, elite sign. He worked now, me. Now, so, troll or not troll? Tanner? You know, I would totally believe it, but the guys that he's tagging in there... Like, what he tagged Elias. I don't think anybody was thinking, like, oh, Elias wants out. So that's interesting. That where's makes me Eli think... But where's Elias been? That's true, but, like, that, make, that makes me think he knows something. He's also tagging the Revival, and I think <laughs> they posted something saying, like, oh, what could have been? And it showed Randy with his arms around the Revival, and, and Randy said something like, still could be, or something like that. So I don't, I don't know. He might be working us. I would love it if he's not. Or working Vince. Oh, or, getting that paycheck. Getting more money. Yeah. I mean, he's a smart dude. He knows how to get Negotiating against the middle, you think? I, I would do it. I would use it as leverage. But if I was smart, I would put my, my uh, greed aside and become the next Kevin Nash or Scott Hall and make my way to Dynamite because it worked. Yeah. It, it worked. Here's the thing, though. This is what, aren't you, like, 
aren't we afraid of history repeating itself? And like, you have this young upstart promotion that's got new talent pushing hot young stars. Start the, poaching people, and then just start putting the the like older. WWE guys at the top of the roster. I, I would say that for anybody, but Randy Orton can work, and I think we, I agree we, with that. We know that he has a yeah, preternatural he, ability to on, work. On that, what was your what, what's your favorite Randy Orton match? Uh, Seth Rollins WrestleMania 31. Don't great. ask me for oh, a second one. But that's what I'm saying. That's the only one that I could think of, and that was because I know. I mean, it was that one spot. He's, he's, no, that, that one a, high. The high. Uh, dude, that Sheldon Benjamin spot. I mean, the dude. I mean, he has good matches, but I mean. They're, they're just the same. Yeah. No, that's true. But how, how often does he have an opportunity to kind of branch out and do something different? I mean, yeah. you, in, the, in the E, in WWE, you're, you, if you do something well, you just have to keep... It's a commodity. You do it over and over and over and over and over again. There's no real ability to kind of shift or change or try something different uh, in, terms of, in terms of matches, which is what AEW has going for it is that, okay, we have the talent here. We're going to let them work. We're going to see what works. We're going to see what doesn't work. We're going to see what brings fans in. But in terms of, again, kind of going back to this is a canvas. This is an open canvas. And as if, you're a, if you're a wrestler, you can kind of uh, get into your bag of tricks if you haven't really been doing it for 10, 15 years or so. I think it would ignite a, 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 a good solid five, seven years on his career if you make that switch. And I think it would high, it would elevate AEW to be able to elevate those young and up and coming stars. Right. I mean, anything that's going to get eyes on the product, I guess, is good, especially for a fledgling company. But again, I just worry that this is would be like again the top guys leave WWE. Like, well, I'm just going to get a pay payday over at AEW. How many, how many top guys? WWE has fifteen top guys, so it's not like we're just taking. The, and, and when has Randy Orton been the toppermost of the poppermost? I mean, well, that's what I'm saying though. But that, again, like. Scott Hall wasn't one of the... It's those like dudes that are near the top that have a big name but aren't getting the pushes, mm-hmm. aren't getting the belt, yeah. who are going to go over, just like NWA, just like what happened in WCW. To but, be fair, Scott Hall never needed a belt. No, agreed. Didn't yeah. He? yeah. No. Scott, well, the, I, except for the IC title. That was amazing. Anyway, yeah. I digress. Scott Hall, it's so funny too, because I, I like Kevin Nash, but Scott Hall, like, it like... I love... I do like Scott Hall. Like, the dude had charisma, especially for a guy his size. He had the look and the charisma. But Scott Hall actually could... He was actually a damn good wrestler. Yeah, yeah for sure. Unlike old quads. Had, had, <laughs> he had the psychology down. Yeah, yeah. And yeah he, he had. He, he and it. Jake the Snake had ideas about wrestling that were far ahead of their time. Uh, and I think he kind of brought that, that new thinking. And Nash, to a certain degree, did too with the NWO. However, uh, however, yeah, I think it would be exciting. I think you could do it. If you're Vince, maybe small, you bring in John Cena out from the cold, right? And like, okay, well, you know, we're going to... He's not coming back. No. Uh, you He'll can back up the Brinks truck. To. Well, what else is he, he doing? He keeps he's making movies, movies all the time. Yeah, Growing his hair out. Yeah, looking like a uh, he cut it again. Yeah, um, uh, it bummed me out. I liked. I liked. I, I, got, I got used that? to it. I got used to it. Oh, that was, shit was awful. I liked when, it. When he did that, uh, that interview before WrestleMania uh, with uh, Chris Van Pelier. Why do you hate? You're, because he doesn't have his job. That's why he hates him. Yeah, he's like the nicest guy. He, he's awesome. Anyways, <laughs> speaking of paydays, if I can... Uh, I'm salty. You are salty. It's fine. It's, it's human. And being super human. Super human. Go ahead, James. So speaking about paydays real quick, I did get an update from uh, the mailman, Mike D. Um, shout out. Uh, shout out to Mike. Um, Honorary Sable Stud member. Absolutely. A pony boy. He's pony boy. Um, so apparently there's a... a um, oh, the, yes. The pay, yeah. The, yes. Yeah, very interesting news. Uh, NXT stars are not getting their TV pay. Um, oh, shit. There's a lot of controversy. Did you see the thing with... ACH? Uh, ACH. Oh, that one pissed Calling me out racist-ass t-shirt designs. Oh, yeah, that, the Jordan Miles t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, when I first saw it, I was like, well, like, your, your whole gimmick is kind of smiling, but I was like, that's a... So, it so, is bad. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good segue, too, because I did want to ask a question, and then we can, we can, we can talk about it. Do you think the way he brought it up was wrong, or shouldn't he brought it up to management first? Well, we don't know. They, did he? That's the thing. Yeah. I, did he bring it up to management? WWE's statement was that he approved it for sale. So what I'm thinking is that they may have sent him out like a mass of designs, mm-hmm. and he like clicked through it and said like, "Oh yeah, okay," and then maybe like didn't see that one. But like for him to, if He's, he did see it. And then accept it, and then go on a tirade. Like that's an issue. Well, I wonder what might have happened is if he showed it to somebody else, and somebody else was like, "Dude, that's like oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah." So, I mean, ultimately, I I don't think he's wrong in his judgment. No. I think again, if he didn't, 
And at the same time, no, I want to give WWE the benefit of the doubt that they didn't intentionally mean it that way. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't think they would do that. Yeah. To be fair, like 90% of NXT t-shirts are a black t-shirt with a simple logo yeah. like well, that. Let me point, so I actually have friends that do designs for WWE pretty consistently. And they do just hire out artists, like graphic designers that they work with to come up with the design. So... Might have gotten a racist. Might, or just maybe some <laughs> some young guy who didn't know the social implications of that whole thing. And Come on. I mean, well, seriously. Well, I mean, come on. Uh, let me play devil's advocate here. Uh, James Dean, uh, have there been times in your career where you come up with a design, you come up with a uh, maybe just a rough draft, you submit it, hey, this is what I'm working on, I'm going to fix it. Awesome. You Then you send in, submit the you know perfect or, or better uh, design, and, and then what happens? They use the original rough draft that you use oh, all the time so sometimes that does yeah. happen i okay i will i will say that uh you know i need to be smartened up about this because i've not seen what the design looks like and i've not seen all the characteristics but uh you know at worst maybe it's just that wwe was uh, a little uh i mean racist would be the worst right <laughs> yeah. uh the least it could just be maybe just tone deaf and just I say, poor I think maybe it was a thing of tone deafness but again let's, we have to see how the story plays out i do think he was I, if wwe didn't have a history of problematic mm, approaches yeah. to their wrestlers of color, like I would be like, be more like willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. But you're right. But yeah. at this point, they I got mean, a track record. It may cost him his job, but I give. I'll tell you what, I give him mad props for like putting his his ACH can work. Yeah, and that's the thing is, and he it sucks because he was definitely getting in the push. And he's a Texas boy too. Yep, so. Austin. Yeah. But yeah. So we'll see what it comes to that. It was just interesting. It was just, you know again, it's kind of depressing and kind of upsetting, but. You know, and I, I hope it doesn't affect his career. Other people have called out WWE and gotten over those humps, but he's just starting with the company. They had just given him a push, so there might be ramifications come from it, so we'll have to see. Yeah, all the best of luck in that one. Uh, but as far as the NXT talent not getting paid, that's a whole other separate... Yeah, yeah. I didn't even hear about that one. What's going on there? Uh, so apparently all they all the NXT talent was promised pay increase when they went to live TV, and none of them are getting payouts. Um, who's the indie guy that called it out? Um, uh, Austin David Starr because oh, a lot of his yeah. a lot of his friends are in NXT and he, apparently he was the one that broke the story that like they're all unhappy because like look like that's a lot you're you've got a live TV product you're wrestling for two hours you're making money off these people like they should get a pay increase yeah, so right. um, and they were all promised it and they're not getting it so we'll see again you know WWE seems to like they keep they seem like they're trying to put their their right foot forward and and trying to change their ways but they keep stumbling and shit keeps blowing up in I their faces I think they want to appear that way yeah well of course yeah exactly That's I the, mean they don't make the changes until they're forced forced to, to yeah. well you know uh, definitely keep an update on that one um, both of those actually actually um, didn't really want to get into that drama but but I mean I think in any it definitely needs to be addressed because um, that's that, it's 2019. That 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 shit can't Come get overlooked. Can yeah. I can I address though before we move on? Can I just one other fun story? This this was a little more entertaining. I don't know if you've seen it. The Hulk Hogan news. Go ahead. Very, what are you do now? Yes. Uh, this the, is the Hogan memes or what? Uh, so apparently Hulk Hogan was in a uh, oh, in a bar. Dude, I love and, that. Yeah, and he was like, apparently got into like it wasn't like a physical altercation, but no, it was like a verbal altercation with these like. 50-year-old guy in suits. Guy. It was an older guy. Yeah, well, he was with a bunch of his friends. Yeah. Um, but he basically, he, there's video of him basically, you know, telling the dude, like, hey, man, I deserve some peace. I deserve to be left alone. And then he, like, he throws out this really weird and kind of funny jab at the guy. He's like, the last time I had a Shirley Temple was when I was with your wife. Uh, <laughs> which, if we know Hogan's track record, I mean, it remains it to be seen. Happen. It could have happened. I went to his Twitter, and mm -hmm. uh, he, he has it pinned. Yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> he has it pinned. But what's funny is in the video, like, towards the end, you just see Brian Kendrick come into frame with a beer. Uh. <laughs> and... and, and uh, I didn't watch the last SmackDown. Is he hurt or something? Did he get like uh, he had a he had a uh, Hogan a, a crutch with him? Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, I saw the crutch. Wait, yeah. who had a crutch? Hogan. You know, he's sixty six, so he's he's an old dude and he's yeah. giant. Yeah, okay. his, I, I his did, spine is honestly. I hadn't noticed it. I, I did see it Friday. Uh, one thing I, I was talking about is just uh, yeah, I think Hogan's been on fire at least this couple 
couple of weeks here, kind of coming back on TV. Uh, but when when James Dean here had smartened me up to uh, this poor incident with with Hogan, and how many times do you catch yourself saying "poor Hulk Hogan"? Not many, <laughs> honestly. No, I don't think he, he handled it very professionally. He was an asshole about it. He's like, "Hey, look, man, I'm tired." You know, again, he's old. He just maybe doesn't doesn't have the energy to do that. And we can't expect as fans, we can't expect them all to always be bubbly. It's Plus, like, if you see these guys that he was talking to, you know they're pieces of shit. Like, yeah. they probably were giving him a hard time, kind of probably teasing him. Asking him for a picture, and he said yeah. no. So, I, I once heard a hilarious anecdote about Hogan uh, when in his younger years, uh, this was a secondhand story, but uh, apparently Hogan was in uh, a hotel, like a nice hotel, and he showed up, and he was just coming off the road, and there were some uh, apparently Asian businessmen that were there, and the, the person telling the story was like a bellhop for the, the hotel, and he said that they caught Hogan, was lifting one of the guys up over his head, and the other men were like going, Hulk, Hulk, Hulk. <laughs> and then the guy says, hey, Hulk Hogan, like, this is awesome. He goes, yeah, you know what would be awesome? Some of that sweet weed, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Hogan loves that sweet weed. So Hogan, you know, sometimes, hey, he's a rascal. He's done some unforgivable things, but he's also done some hilarious things. Oh, man. He's a character. So segueing from Hogan uh, into Jimmy Hart, you said you had a Jimmy Hart story, James. I had a very funny, weird Jimmy Hart story. Let's, so Let's hear it. Uh, I was at a convention. Uh, Hogan was there doing a signing. I don't remember if it was WonderCon or San Diego Comic Con. How much was he charging? Uh, I, I, I would never pay for it, so uh, I would... But he actually, I was give this to Hogan, because uh, he had a pretty big line. I think there was actually even, like, somebody was filming, like, maybe for TV or some web thing, because he was kind of being interviewed while this was going on. But he seemed, like, really nice. Like, he actually seemed like approachable dude. He was, like, shaking people's hands, yeah. unlike some other big celebrities that go who are just all about the dollars. But the, my favorite part is, because I was off to the side, kind of watching it happen, because I was like, oh, Hogan's there. Um... Meanwhile, Jimmy Hart, he was, you know, he was there doing his like, hey, baby, that's the Hulkster, baby. Like, oh, he was doing this whole God. Jimmy Hart thing. And then he's like, and then he's like, he, I saw him like look at his phone and he took his phone out and he walked to the back of his little booth area, the little corner area. And then he proceeded to tear a new asshole. Apparently he had, he was like calling his hotel and he was like, look, motherfucker, if this shit isn't fixed by the time I get back. Totally changed. His whole tone changed. His whole voice oh, changed. Oh, my God. When he just tore some dude in a new asshole, basically. He called the guy, like, an idiot. And, like, uh, <laughs> it was crazy. But then, he like, he ended his conversation. He was, like, heated. And I saw, sort of saw him kind of collect himself. And he went right back into, hey, baby, it's Hulkster, baby. Oh, no. Put the Hulkster in baby. Oh, man. It was so, but I was, like, sitting there with my jaw slack. This was also five minutes after I saw um, the Honky Tonk Man in person, which... <laughs> He's a honky-tonk man. Which was all kinds of depressing. He, first off, I'd never seen that combination of like pompadour, bald spot, long hair combination. Oh, yeah. Which is the most tragic. It's, it, it's almost mullety. No, it was like, it's a crazy, it's like a skullet, pompadour. <laughs> yes. It's I'd never, and he was, like, he, was, he was wearing this, like, this dirty like Hawaiian shirt that, and he was fat, but he was also kind of getting into, kind of like, he was with there with another guy, like an older guy. And I don't know if they were having a... I don't know if he was mad at the guy or if he was mad about something else at the convention, but... Was it so, Jerry Lawler? Did you see him yelling exactly. at Jerry Lawler? At Cousin Jerry Lawler? Yeah. <laughs> was this a you shoot thing you were at? What were you doing? Exactly. But it was pretty funny. But yeah, I watched Jimmy Hart just uh, completely be un-Jimmy Hart for five minutes. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, great story. Jimmy Hart's one of my favorite managers I love Jimmy Hart. Time. He's a great singer, too. Yeah. Yeah, really good uh, uh, music. Yeah. Pretty soon. Uh, and doesn't he, like to take bumps. He was a, uh, in a band but actually, in the 50s. But actually, he's actually getting into some, some uh, really good shape. When he was inducted to the Hall of Fame, he actually lost... Uh, he, he looked good. Yeah, he looked uh, all right. Uh, yeah. You we know? were just saying that he is the ageist one, that he, he doesn't look like he's aged at all. Oh, no. Uh, or who are Man. Oh, Hong Kong Man? Yeah, he did look good, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Cut his hair, thank God. <laughs> no, there's this... Oh, man. And, I, and I'm, I feel shitty about saying this, but I kind of don't because it's hilarious. I, I think I sent it to you. Oh, there's a YouTube channel, uh, World Famous Flea Market. Okay. And uh, it's, oh, it's, no. it's Honky Tonk Man versus uh, oh. s- some outlaw guy. Yeah, I've and seen they, that. And they do a bump count. Like, how many times Honky Tonk make, uh, takes a bump? One, he's wearing and one shorts. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, very rockabilly, and one. Like, he, you know. he's, he's dressed like Kevin Owens. Yeah. Well, like, if Kevin Owens just got out of bed. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And, uh, Half bump. <laughs> he took a half bump. He took a knee. <laughs> he took a knee holding the rope. 
So oh, yeah. So you look, go down a little easier. But, I mean, look, if you realize, the Honky Tonk Man is mostly, like, uh, his calcium deficiency does not allow him to, that, like, okay. hit the... Well, sure, but if it doesn't allow him to, then don't do it. Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean? Need that money, brother. It's, it's not even the bumps, too. It's all the, the you know, the... the, <laughs> the, the yeah, and, oh, it's the hip. The it's it's all the shucking. The shucking, dude. Honky Tonk, or if you're listening, Chaos with an X wants a piece of you. <laughs> oh, my God. I would pay money... To hear Honky Tonk Man talk mad shit on Chaos. Honky Tonk Man has the special skill of talking shit. The be- he's, he's, like, he's a natural born shit talker and it's the best. That's awesome. Hey, uh, did y'all catch NXT? I did. did. I, yeah. wa- I watched it. Oh, good for you. Oh, you watched the best wrestling on TV? Look Shocker. at you watching wrestling. N- NWA is the best wrestling on TV, sir. Well, Not this week. Not this yeah, week. Okay, right. you're right. Okay, I'm you're glad right. we're all in agreement on this. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, but I, I do have to say something. Matt Riddle, amazing. Yeah. Buy some fucking shin pads and lay in no. those kicks. Oh, those yeah. kicks fucking suck. I don't care what you say. The well, the, it, it the was punch. an Orange Cassidy fucking kick. No, it chest. was not. Those that bad. chest kicks look horrible. Well, the thing is, like, we we we. I think you were the one that was saying about how, like, one thing about one of the complaints about Matt Riddle is, yeah, he's such a real life stallion. Yeah, he's such a real life badass that if he were to lay in a kick on those dudes, he would kill somebody. Buy some shin pads. That's all he has to I do. I know, but can you imagine look? Matt Riddle with no shoes and shin pads? Muay Thai Muay Thai fighters do it all the time. Yeah, in practice. I think, and an amateur. I think so. the one thing I was enjoying the Matt Riddle match. I did notice he never sells. He, no, no, no. He does uh, I don't sell. I agree with that. Dude, I, I, not the passable match. I've he's seen. actually a really. That's one thing I even noticed that when he was, I've been following Matt Riddle since he like came on the Indies, and one of my things is like because he is again, you know, he had the whole feud with Dana White, and he was very like a lot of people like that dude's kind of a hothead, and he's like, which in, he actually now seems like one of the chillest dudes. But he knows he's a badass, so I was like, man, how is this dude going to like transition to working? How is this dude going to sell? And right away, he, he was selling really well. And like, yeah. I think it depends on the match. Maybe you have to rewatch. Because like, I, I saw that, and I was like, oh, yeah, he's going over like in the first two minutes because whatever offense his opponent well, was putting in, it didn't have any effect. It, and well, then he was kind of like a Gumby. Like, he just... He falls and then he pops right back up. Well, they are pushing. One thing though, they are trying to push. They, it's very evident that Matt Riddle is their new guy. They are pushing him to he's be their new Goldberg. Yeah, I mean, come on, he got Goldberg chance in that match. Yeah, God, he's such a badass. I love. But, I mean, it was fine. Like I like him. The I'm, whole I'm, match was. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was gonna say no. I, I enjoyed the match. I just noticed that he was just kind of like this Gumby kind of. He would just uh, bounce off the the mat well, he and was bounce fighting, off. Um, Cameron Grimes. Yeah, Cameron Grimes. It was like, and Cameron's been going over. Um, they've been giving him a big push, but again, I just think it's they're trying to really make Matt Riddle like the next guy. Sure, I can see that, and I'm excited about that. The whole match was great, yeah. except those kicks. I cannot. St- well, that it's that punt kick that he does that like. Yeah, is really- but it, it it looks like he's doing practice kicks on this guy. Yeah, I mean, again, I don't have a problem with it because I know like, it, was, it was almost worse as Rodman's punches. I mean, it is it <laughs> the standing is, kicks look fine to me. Yeah. Uh, everything he, else when he's the, on his knee it's the chest kicks that's yeah. all it is the chest well, kicks the standing the standing chest kicks I thought those were great well, but when he's on the knee and he does the running kick yeah like, that's what I'm saying the, like the, the how are you going like, to lay into that and, and without killing it, the guy yeah he slows it down dude on your back you, you can you can lay it in on the back all you want as hard as you want and it's not going to affect them so do that That I, I just thought that was horrible but I digress bro, uh, bro, bro. he's got the Dude, I love his. Gimmick. I love his vibe, dude. He's, I love uh, the fact that he doesn't wear shoes. I I, I dig it. Yeah, dude, you know? he's just. I don't know, man. I, I I'm 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 behind. I'm mad. Can't I wa- wait to see. Hey, him I watched down. NXT. Okay, like. Well, let's talk about NXT. Let's talk about. First off, the best swerve. Right. right we've right. seen. Bro. All right. Let's. I want. I, I do want to talk about that. You want to save that? No, I want to say that this week was. The highlights were the segments. So like this, as well as the 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 bit in AEW, which we'll talk How about, about. The promos. No, because it, it wasn't really promos. It was it was a, it wasn't a match. It was a segment. Yeah. So yeah. like this with uh, Finn Balor, and then and then the the, the I got a ticket thing with Jericho. Oh my! That God. whole thing was which amazing. they've made yes. a shirt out of now. It was a nine out of ten for me on that one. They they messed up on one thing. I don't think they should have done it during the match. It killed that match because they're trying to get the, what. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You know. And anyway. You, yeah, anyway, NXT, NXT first. NXT. Yeah. So I mean, again, in-ring stuff is always fucking great. Yeah. Um, you know, 
But that Finn Balor thing, I think it was the smartest thing they could have done. They're trying to get people talking. First off, people don't understand. People, especially people that didn't see New Japan, uh, it's again, shout out to the mailman, Mike D. I think Finn Balor could be the best heel WWE has. Because he, and again, in in person, he's like the nice, sweetest guy. But that dude knows how to be a heel. And his facial, like, dude, I'm so excited for heel. And again, especially if we get, yeah, he looks evil. And especially if we get the real club kind of happening. Well, so that's, I was waiting for that to happen. I was waiting for him to kind of embrace, or maybe he was just wearing a black Mm -hmm. t-shirt, right? So I was Mm -hmm. waiting for him to like, either turn it inside out and you saw that he was a part of the Undisputed Era. I thought I was popping for that, but I thought it was kind of cool that he just kind of leaned back and then yeah. you just, you end in chaos where everyone's uh, not with an X. Which, which uh, one thing, the thing, <laughs> one thing that nobody's talking about though, which I personally like found really intriguing is that, that you basically just did a heel turn for Ciampa. He was the, he was, I mean, him and Gargano, but, Champa's now kind of a, a face. Okay, a face I mean, turn. Oh yeah, if he's a face turn, sorry. He yeah. kind of was before he left. Him, not his character. No, the, but the audience making is up so, with Gargano. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah, but the way Undisputed Era fucking rolled him. Oh well, brutal. that's the other thing that is too. Freaking brutal. That's a, I'm glad you brought that up. I remember watching it being like, that's the best beatdown, like group beatdown I've seen in yeah, wrestling in ever. Forty Ever. years, yeah. They looked like they were really kicking his ass. Yeah. I was like, "Holy shit!" I hope that guy's okay. But, uh, but yeah. So, um, oh, was... hey, before we move on from that, I did you guys see his segment on the WWE backstage? No, I didn't. He went that. and talked to Booker and Renee, and I don't. I didn't see the full thing, but I don't know if he said it. But a bunch of people, like in the comments, were saying the prince is back. Oh boy! I don't so know if he said that, but if he did, that's kind of that's kind of a big deal. Well, that's what I said. That's exactly. I was like, I was wondering if he's going to be Prince Balor. I know he direct. He he said the book or something along the lines of, "I know you were a fan of my work before WWE or something." So he directly referenced a non WWE product. Yeah. On WWE product, well, which so, so, they do so that is rare. Though, yeah. So does he go as the leader? I hope he's of, not in Undisputed Era. In I fact, don't want to see him in Undisputed. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. No, I want to see him in Either something completely the new. the lone badass or... Something forms around him. Yeah, like a you know another club that's as... How does a bullet? I was trying to come up so hard with a Well, uh, they should metaphor. go back to the original name. The, the bazooka, Bullet Parade. The Bazooka Club. The Bazooka Club. Bam. <laughs> bazooka Joe Club. <laughs> well, well, well. Yeah. Hey, they're not all winners here, fans. So, so, so what happens then? What do you do with him? He's making him a badass. I mean, the thing is, that's why you got Adam Cole and Finn Balor as the two so top you, you, heels. You put, him up, you, you put him up against Gargano, though. No, I think I think Champa first. Well, he did. It, he did take out Gargano, though. He did, but fuck it. Like, let's say I don't know. Like, he got booted right in the head, so Gargano's out for a little bit with a quote unquote concussion, and then he, you know, and Gargano's like, "You hit my friend. I'm think, the good guy now." I think. It'll be Champa versus someone in Undisputed Era, and then uh, Balor with uh, Gargano. I hope. Well, no, you could I'm, do. I'm sick of Gargano. You could do Champa and Roddy, right? Because he's the North American champion. Like you could. Fight well, no, match. I mean they're, they're definitely doing something with Dream there. Like God, match of my match of the week though, for me, uh, Keith Lee, Roderick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know the other guy's name. Dijakovic. Dijakovic. Yeah, that yeah, DJ. That, that's, Actually, I thought the that, booking for, sure. Sure. <laughs> I thought the booking for that was perfect. Yeah, the way they did that perfect. match, it was yeah. amazing. Keith Lee, obviously my boy, um, but the way they they got out, they got Roderick out of the picture, yeah. and they built and up. They both just like they're, they, like, they're right, like, okay, now it's a fucking, fucking fight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was a match. And that and that like when Roddy came in and hit him with that knee, dude. It was so fast, and it looked super, like, looked like, damn, he just put him out. Like, it was just a really well-done match. Because NXT kills it, bro. And I got, I, I loved it. It was, it was, again, match of the week for me. I'm glad you mentioned the knee. Can everyone stop doing fucking knees? No. It's, it's a 2000s, no, man. I love as, knees. As a fucking finisher, though. I mean, like, no. everyone fucking, like. No, I agree with you. I do, I agree with you, because it's like, everybody does it now. But. Whatever. It's, then, a two, it's a two. Oh, okay. Everyone does Canadian destroyers and kicks out of them. Whatever. But I, I feel like everyone does the, the knee. And everyone does the uh, rip cord or the now, uh, yeah, the, the some, rolling forearm or whatever. Like yeah, the, the everybody does that. Everybody want to do a rip cord. And I'm seeing another trend too, where they do an 
unnecessary flip to run back into the corner where they were just facing. You're taking too much energy. <laughs> exactly. Like, they'll do a flip, and hey, then man, they'll run. They gotta get their shit in, bro. I, I hate it. Just hit them! I'm so <laughs> fucking done with it. Um, so, but that was NXT. I think that was the, the focal points of NXT. Right. Uh, AEW. Best show we, of the we, week. We, yeah. Yeah. Best show of the week. Yep. Okay, let's talk about AEW, because I'm, I'm going to disagree with all you guys, apparently. One, here's, here's the one thing. I think one guy, I think his actual name is Cassidy, if I'm not mistaken, in, in Private Party. Uh, I'm learning the name still. Yeah. Forgive me. That guy's amazing. I didn't like a private party match. Well, but here, but here, hold on. I didn't like the match. Those either. guys are both insanely athletic. Yeah, that guy oh, that yeah. the, the, the guy that jumps an extra five fucking feet in the air. After, that was nuts. Like he does it all the time, but he does that too soon. He killed. He killed. He killed an amazing four fifty splash and that double team move they do that ends with the the diamond cutter or the arcade. Right. Or yeah. Yeah. Why are you gonna do that move? Like they should have saved that for a pay per view fucking match. And they, where they it's, get over on those, on those titles. Well, they're, they're super young. They do remind me a lot of back in the day, uh, Three Count. You know, if you'd watch WCW 99, 2000, Three Count were, were doing a lot of the kind of like flipping moves like that. Young guys just bouncing up and down. I, I really like Private Party because they will. Uh, they'll do high spots. Uh, they're, they're still just learning their craft, I think. So I'm, I'm glad to be along the ride with them for that. I can't believe th- th- Three Count got a mention on this podcast. This is pretty impressive. <laughs> I'm actually Googling them right this now. This is only for the uh, Supermarks. Oh uh, we like Britney God. Spears and in sync too. We think Christina's kind of cute. We like TRL on MTV. Come on, everybody, do the one, two, three. And Tank Abbott was her big fan. Yep. So now Tank Abbott was like a big fanboy. Yeah. Now, is that where you got your name? Tank th- th- this is uh, uh, Adam Danger's last episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, Adam, well, he's I a pre- busy guy. He's got I a appreciate lot of work the uh, the reference, the deep cut. I mean, oh, I'm all about man. those. Yeah, it was deep. I, as soon as I, I was like, oh God, yeah, I remember those guys. But, but yeah, yeah, I get I get excited. But yeah, I see what you're saying though. Like I, that's actually a good metaphor where it's like, um, you know, a couple of young guys just trying to be noticed. They're trying to do their thing while they've got some TV time. Yeah, but that guy that jumps an extra five feet. I forgive me that I don't know his name. Any of y'all know his name? Mm-hmm. I just know the name of Private Party. Yeah. yeah, he could have been a star for AEW, man. Dude, he's still young. He's gonna. Dude. But what anywhere. can what can they do now? Like their moves don't mean shit. Those those high flying moves don't mean yeah, anything now. I mean, look now they had to do like a nine a ten twenty in mid air stop time. What's do their a, finisher? It was that it, it was, was that, a, it was that double. It was the pop up into cutter. the diamond cutter. Yeah, like someone jumps off the. Third I thought they rope did that like five minutes in. It, that's yeah. what I'm saying. If they save that, so for they the did la- it again later. No, that's what I'm saying. They did it to the wrong guy. In yeah. Lucha Brothers, yeah. they they did it to the untagged man. Yeah, and I thought that spot was cool actually, but it is a cool spot. Yeah. But no, I mean even then like that thinking because that never oh, happens. The wrong in guy. That's the one thing. That's the one I've been always one one of my big pet peeves is that's a missed opportunity. There's a lot of back and forth, especially wrestlers outside the ring. Sometimes maybe the tag team doesn't know who the lead. They see the the opponent in the ring, they assume he's a legal man. They go for the t- the pin. Hey, wrong guy. Like I think that's a spot that doesn't get used enough. But that's me anyway. I didn't, I didn't like I feel, that match. I feel like it's because like, when I normally see it, it's not a spot. Yeah. If, if it, exactly. <laughs> just if, if it ended there, I mean, like, they would have been high. Like, they, they, that would have been a great match. That would have competed with I NXT. Can't remember, I, I can't remember even all of the matches from uh, AEW. The other one was that fat guy with the mask. Jesus Christ. Oh, yes. uh, Dark Order and fucking... Oh, yeah. I don't get Dark Order. Dude, I, so I when, they were, when they were uh, the Super Smash, Super Brothers, Smash Brothers, they were like, they were fun, they were cool. I don't like, I, I like the concept of the Dark Order, but first off, dude, look, this is coming from somebody who's sympathetic. Wear a shirt. Just wear a shirt, <laughs> brother. Like, Kevin Steen it. Yeah. And, they, and the, the, God bless Jay, like all of the commentary, because they try, he's such a massive dude. No, he's not. He's just a fat guy. Like, he's... And this is coming from a big guy. Yeah, but I think, I think maybe that's, guys. that's yeah. part of the heel tactics. Is like It's just disconcerting. You look at these guys and you're like, it's BDSM and kind of <laughs> weird gothy. I like that. I just think they're the wrong... Like, it's unnerving. It's, it's not getting over. If he... Like, if... if, um, if This feels uh, like a Lucha Uno? Underground gimmick. If Player Uno was like... I'll give you that. 6'6", and the same build, it'd be like, whatever. He's Kamala size. That's fine. Yeah. But he's like 5'11". Like, just... Come on, man. Like, he's a wrestling And fan. especially because the other guy, player, whatever. Well, there's uh, Uno, and then there was uh, Trey or Kelly Yeah, because it used something. to be player Uno, player Dose. But, um, but the, the more athletic guy, like, 
I don't know, man. Like, I feel like that gimmick could do something, but it's also a little hokey, but I don't know. It's also like a weird Madonna it. video. It's just like when all of the dudes guys. in the ring are in better shape than you are. Like, yeah. Yeah, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's like a Madonna video where you just get, like, they're surrounded by really Express hot guys. Self, lose yeah, and then they just kind of go and vogue around them. And so it's that's like, what, so, um, um, <laughs> super heel tactics. Pe- what's his name? Why am I blanking on his name? He's like, ROH, no, the Peacock, um, Oh, uh, he's so good. God, reminds me of Tanner. Uh, uh, Atlas, no, no, no. no. Uh, Charles Allen. The no. P, uh, uh, what I know you? you're talking about. I was watching. I know my the phone. He's a great he, ROH. Um, he's uh, like the really flamboyant. Oh, I have a brand new favorite. Hold on, we'll get to that. Um, he's, you know, he's, you know, who I'm talking about. He's I like do. Sunny Kiss. No, 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 he's. Oh yeah. He's the dude that comes out with like the cape. The Dalton mustache. Castle. Dalton Castle is. No. Oh, he's oh the, boy, calling each other out now. No, I mean he's like. He's been in ROH for a long, long, I don't long time. Watch Ra- but dude, he's you great. Should. He's first of all, he's he's got he's a great wrestler. He's got a great gimmick. Um, he comes like out Steven Tyler. Well, he's like this like flamboyant showman. That's a, that's your Tanner, right? But he there. comes out with these two guys, like you know. Anyways, it's a great gimmick. I think Dalton Castle kills it. I'm actually thinking. Think of Fandango times ten. But like with all right, charisma, I, I can watch that. Yeah, with charisma and like he's funny, but he's actually athletic and he's Fandango like, has charisma too. No, I like I actually like Fandango. Um, Brand Sango. He's like seems like one of those guys. Like I would love to hang out with. Like like, he seems like a cool guy. Probably, and he seems like to be friends with everybody. Anyways, my point being is that uh, like I like the Dark Order gimmick, but I feel like it's done wrong. I don't know, but it's it's just straight up not getting used. Yeah, it's like oh, here they are again. All I know is my is the best friends are doing nothing. That was my biggest fear. My favorite team, Chuck Taylor and Trent. Oh, uh, they're just yeah, they're just out there for hug spots. Yeah. All They're right. so good. Anyway, sorry. So during that match, we get an, a crowd interruption. What the hell's going on here, folks? And up comes Chris Jericho walking up with a ticket. You know, I love that. That he's like, hey. I bought a ticket. I bought you a ticket. You can't touch me. Yeah. And so he goes up there. Uh, Cody eventually comes out. I, I don't know about you. I popped for the DDP. Yeah. Oh, yeah. of course. I was like, ah. <laughs> I, I love DDP. I hadn't watched yeah. it yet, but I was looking on Twitter because I was going to watch uh, AEW after I was watching whatever I was doing. And it said, DDP comes out. I was like, damn. Like, I, that would have been a great moment if I had known. Yeah. I like that his entrance video is just his It was just a plug yeah. to his yeah. DDP yoga. I, like, I love oh. that, But here, man. the thing is, though, every time DDP shows up, something, I'm reminded of something, which is the vast a, height disparity of modern wrestling. He's a big dude. Six, because when he was in WCW, he was like, I mean, he's a, yeah, he's like six four because not... wrestling was had wrestlers back in exactly the now it's like a bunch of vanilla midgets <laughs> oh hey can't Jesus. be dropping a vm like that dude, like yeah he shows up and he looks like a goddamn giant compared to all the, like, the... I don't know, he looks jack too he looks great yeah, like, in, i mean does he, he does his book, he does a program called ddpy DDP? yeah. oh, I, yeah. I saw this somewhere but i i was i was really surprised or not surprised but i i, I, I appreciated the guys that he brought out yeah like they didn't like like they could have very easily done like oh let's bring out the elite we're gonna do the Adam Page or yeah Kenny Bucks Kenny yeah, yeah those guys but but no he brought out like guys that <laughs> MJF comes out and he does like the like he does the vagina sign yeah <laughs> oh that's right he, he, he's doing the dig at DDP and he's like oh this guy and his, <laughs> and his face is um... <laughs> in fact he looked back to the camera yeah he did dude that guy's money dude he's I so love good him. he's so yeah. good. Uh, did you already see that they've already printed out a shirt that says, I've got a ticket? So any, like, stray comment that Jericho makes, they're going to make a t-shirt off of. Because, I mean, it's Chris Jericho. He he literally got the word it over. Yeah. (laughs) I would have done... I would have done not the dipping dots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, all right, they got they got a Cracker Barrel sponsored match. Can we have a dipping dots sponsored Jeez, match? They need to change their logo. It is still ice cream of the future. I mean, we've it not is. we're not there yet. It is ice cream of the future. We have of. not yet reached the future. He's right. But it's been since like nineteen ninety. Like. We've still been waiting for the future. I don't know what so, to tell you. It's not the future right. until we have flying cars. All right, we'll get let, let, let's uh, let's get back to it, guys. Yeah, I mean, so. okay, I gotta say though. I know everybody seems to love that whole spot, the whole going up into, uh, going up the the, the, crowd. the the crowd and going into the box. I thought it was super like WCW nineteen ninety nine. I was like, Come I don't know, on. I wasn't a fan. But to me, it was more WWF. No right. backstage segment. Minus or... minus the fact that because I mean Cody even addressed it too. He goes. This isn't the company that we used to work for. I can go up there. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. That's what WCW used to do all of those backstage shit, the brawls around the arena. I didn't like that line. I wish he would have just 
Yeah, that whole shit too. Can you just look? We know you're not WWE. Can we just? I gave you the bag. Jeez. But (laughs) okay, WCW even had a video game that the entire premise of the video game was backstage backstage assault, where you only fought matches. That was the worst video game. And the whole thing like punches out the window. I know you did. The the obvious sugar glass. Yeah, I was wondering about that. But it was cool. I I popped. But but no, having said that, the cool part was Jericho was so great in it, and he like being. Who's afraid of a guy with a scarf? scarf. Yeah, oh, that was great. Now, Who see, wears a scarf? Yeah, yeah. that was genius. Because yeah. Jericho... We, we get it. Yeah. We, we know why. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I feel like if we say it, like it just ruins it. Anyway, so but anyways, Google it. So then... Well, I'm saying, but I'm just saying Jericho's just so genius, is what I'm saying. Right, and he's so then... The he knows how to, like, that dude... And it comes back to back when he's got the ticket, like, after getting demolished <laughs> for 15 minutes. Yeah. Like, oh, you can't do that to me. I got a ticket. <laughs> I love it. He's the the only thing, one. the only thing that that kind of took that away is the fact that he had a microphone. If I bought a ticket to AEW, do I get a microphone? Didn't Didn't Kevin Nash say that? I don't know. I th- yeah, I think he I think he pointed out the NWO. same thing, and he was like, he's like, nothing says work like giving the guy a microphone. <laughs> yeah, but he did that too. He and Scott Hall came in, and they had popcorn, and oh yeah, uh, all Scott the invaders, spooky fingers, yeah. and he's just like, I bought the ticket, guys. What are they doing here? What are those outsiders doing here? Yeah, but they didn't get a mic. Well, but you can still hear him because the cameras are right there. And they well, had those yeah. Can you imagine but a wrestling that, no, show? He does work there. He is their world champion. If he wants a mic, they're going to give him a mic. Yeah, can, I'll give you can that. Can we imagine a show where Chris Jericho is in a segment and he does not have a microphone? Oh, yeah. That's a wasted segment. So then, oh, well, you know who could make it work? Chris Jericho. Just yeah, he could. He could. So With then, at that point, uh, MGF hands over his scarf to, mm-hmm. to Cody Rhodes, wraps bah. it up, and breaks the window. Which and which does lead to that brawl, which is amazing. That was like the only com- uh, commercial segment uh, that I actually watched. Right. Um, that you know what I mean, like the the when well, they do the the smaller screen, yeah, the picture and picture the stuff. I, I don't watch it when it's on commercial. There's no point. Well, it's usually pretty slow stuff. They yeah, they usually yeah. like go outside and one person's dragging the other, and then you got to watch a commercial, so you don't really miss most much. of that one. Was just Jericho uh, being a chicken shit, which I love. Yeah. Which I love MJF too, because then he posted on Twitter with his scarf had a bandaid on it. I thought it was amazing. Oh, God. Oh, God. It was, yes! It was amazing. That dude... He lives a gimmick. He's so I like, good. I like it. Dude. But I think that was something we talked about earlier. Is I think AEW Dynamite is doing a good job of uh, trying to Re- show... Replicating WCW? Exactly. Well, yeah. yeah. Like no, but, but <laughs> one of the, the prime um, obstacles was going to be like making your own stars. Like You can't really rely on people... Uh, uh, knowing the indies or from previous WWE stints or things like that, you have to kind of take people and kind of make your own stars. And so I think with MJF, uh, before this, you know, maybe you knew him, maybe you didn't, but now you definitely know him. Everybody but, knows him now. Uh, yeah. He's getting over. And then another person I was I was talking about too was Joey Janela. I and I think Joey Janela is doing it just just the great work rate, great matches, really enjoyable. And and now I'm gonna tune into AEW Dark just to see more of his work. Yeah, and the thing is, Joe Janela was for me. He was like the guy, like, because he's so that, like, internet indie spot guy. Like, but not even spot guy. That because that's really he, he was, he was a hardcore spot. That's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. Like, but what I'm saying is specifically is that his whole gimmick with like the '90s like sunglasses. Maybe Jerry Lynn. Well, let's not. We'll talk about. We can talk about Jerry Lynn all day because Jerry Lynn's a goddamn uh, hero and never got the respect he deserves. Uh, shout out to Jerry Lynn. Um, but no, what I'm saying is like. Janelle was a guy who was like, he's just so like hipster. Like he was like wrestling hipster. But I was always like, well, is this guy going to get over? But he actually has brought his A game. Every time he's on TV, it's like, okay, yeah, he do- it doesn't look like a wrestler, but he brings his shit and he's had solid matches. His matches he's had with Cody has been solid. So I'm, I, I've, I, I like him. I hate that like whole like CZW, like let's jump off of the top of buildings in the light tube shit. Like, I, Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't say that in front of Adam. In front of Chaos with an X? Well, sorry. You're killing the golden goose here. Sorry, man. Sorry, Chaos. My bad. Um, I'm saying, like, I was worried. I thought it was like, is he going to get over? Because, again, he, he like he's 5 nothing, 100 nothing. Cornette, like, I love talk, Cornette talking shit on that guy. But he's been bringing his A game. Like, and I'm, he's not just like another hardcore wrestler. He's like actually pr- performing. So, Well, let's talk about that. Before we do, can I can I mention that Chaos with an X has kind of you know brought down the level of violence, and he's he's kind of you know he's doing the more stuff like using like fiberglass insulation as weapons now, and you know he's he's dialed it back. I mean, he only has one ACL right now, so I mean he's doing the best he can. I saw him actually do test of strength once. Oh my! And that goodness. was like I I was like oh a wrestling move. Right. Uh, uh, but he learned it from a video game. 
We had no mercy on but uh, it, N64. But it was a oh, trick. Was a he had brass knuckles. Oh! <laughs> the dirtiest dog in the game. Uh, but yeah, so, yeah, 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 Jelly Janelli, as Cornet likes to call him. Yeah. I, I like him. I dig him. Um, He's one, trimmed up a little bit. One, one thing that I, I do want to get y'all's opinion on, because I'll get heat for this. Yeah, that's here. What else is new? With, uh, with Kevin Nash, you know, his infamous words of, you know, vanilla midgets, you know, flippy vanilla midgets. I agree with that Take to an extent. Take a shower, hit the weights, get a clue. Yeah, exactly. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, so what, what, what's uh, y'all's feelings on, on uh, Marco Stunt? Fucking hate him. Piece of trash. He's Why? not a piece of trash. I don't like watching him on TV. I don't know. I mean, he, he should never have left the Indies. I, I mean, think, I think someone put it out, though, like, uh, everyone that's upset at Marco has, has, like, gone away to believe that his tag team partner is a seven-foot dinosaur. Like, we, we have just enough uh, suspense of disbelief to be like, oh, a seven-foot dinosaur is in the ring, but this guy's too short. Like, come on. Give me a break. No, I, I, think, I think it's more so that AEW's roster is filled with such clear stars and then in like it's not even indie darlings because it's just kind of a morass your average indie well no he was so a like, sensation i mean that one well maybe like like an that's indie not, sensation that's not hard to do though no well, okay, no but so, i mean it was like it was so popular joey, joey ryan was a fucking you know outlaw sensation if, I, yeah. if i'm having a hard time believing a match with like kenny omega and joey janela could yeah. you imagine marco stunt well i agree Cody? with you but what i'm saying is like when joey janela did that janela's uh or when marco stunt did that janela's uh show that basically where he came like kind of had his like big moment i saw that being shared by non-wrestling like internet sites i mean it was huge like it was just because i mean one it was impressive what the little guy can do but it was also like oh here's this like he looks like he's 12 years old and he's fighting a wrestler like it got a lot of attention, is what I'm saying. So, I mean, I can see for that reason alone, it, like having like the uh, the floss kid, like it's like you know, it's like the same thing. Yeah, like, could but... you see that in any other promotion right now? No, I'm not. I'm not defending it. I, I mean, poor kid. I mean, whatever. I wish him I'm well, sure, but I'm sure he's an awesome person. But I don't want to see it either. But get off my TV. Yeah, he should almost be like a manager who does some spots every now and then. Like, I could, yeah. But yeah, again. But he, I, just create a, a cruiserweight division. He's not even cruiserweight. He's like baby weight. Like, like I understand, weight. but like, okay, but I, I would believe... He'd be the only competitor. I would believe Marco Stunt versus Leo Rush. Well, then he's a champion. Really? I think Leo would look like a tank compared to him. Maybe. Which but, is saying something, because, like, yeah. Again, he's he's he literally looks like he weighs less than 100 pounds, so... It's, anyways, it's, let's not talk, talking about Marco Stunt makes me sad. No, it, but I think we can't, we go back to, like, AEW's got to work with what it has right now. Like, we're, we're what, week five of AEW Dynamite. Going into it, yeah. And, I, like I said, I had no problem with it. I, I, it was fine. He can, he can work. It's okay. But I think when people start kind of getting, like, what was it, hyped? What are they, ableist now? Yeah, like, I come agree. on. Like, if the guy can roll around the ring, it's fine. If you don't like it. Okay, it's, it's like to a point good, it just pulls thing me is, out. Yeah, but the good thing is now, if you don't like that, there's always options. There's always some sort of wrestling going. My big thing is, and I, I've been secretly holding on to this, is like as much as it's fun, I like the Jurassic Express because I I do think Jungle Boy has a huge future. I just want Luchasaurus to be his own guy. I do too. I want and him to will. just yeah, like this is fun and everything, will, yeah. and and they they. Honestly, no way I'm not even going to... I will say, I was all aboard for Jurassic Express when it was just Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. I thought they had a good thing, but it yeah, seems... Yeah, a boy and his dinosaur and yeah. another boy. boy. A boy... This seems very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, it could be Commandy, the last boy, and Anthro, the first boy, and the dinosaur. Yeah. Oh, my God. See, I said uh, Moon Boy and Devil uh, Dinosaur. Devil Dinosaur, yeah. I was the first person to make that reference. My, my biggest point is, like, okay, so... AEW has a roster that you can't take you know there, there's so many people that you can't take from the roster and match them up with somebody else yeah. like you would never believe marco Sutt and chris jericho whereas like with nxt you put any guy up Abs. against any guy and it's that is such a well said i agree with you a thousand percent there's just a disparity amongst the roster like there's like an a class a b class and then like a z garbage here i just booked a match orange cassidy with marco stunt versus chris jericho and kenny omega See, all right. I'm not talking shit about Orange Cassidy, but I would watch Orange Cassidy versus Marco Stunt. Yeah, I'd, I'd watch him take that uh, top rope with such his hands gimm- in his pockets. It's such a gimmick match, though. 
Of course it is. Yeah. Ugh, anyway. What's I wrong with gimmick matches? They're fun at the beginning. All right. Uh, do y'all want to touch on NWA? And, yeah, let's do it. Let's let's pull the bandit off. It, 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 it was fine. It wasn't. It was. It wasn't their best show. It was the seen. worst of the three shows. Um, yeah. I think the, every segment had a big fumble. Um, the highlight was Tim Storm and Eli Drake. That's I, a good match. Wait, wait. Before anything, even the, even, how awesome? Like, how, how how awesome is Eli Drake? Hasn't even wrestled a match, and he's killing he's it. Killing it. Again, when he was in um, that kid's a fucking Impact, star. well, but I, before he was in Impact, he was on Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, and I was like, man, this guy's like a star. I'm like, why isn't this guy at, like a bigger promotion? But um, I didn't know he went to Impact, left, and then went back to Impact. But um, but yeah, Eli Drake and the Tim Storm segment. Not even talking about the match. The match was good, and it ended in a way I didn't kind of expect. Yeah. Um, but just their segment together. Like talking about Mama Storm and like Eli Drake coming out and trying to give him like the pep talk, like yeah, hyping him up. Really I was just like, on. that is what I want from NWA. And I would buy a Mama Storm T-shirt. Oh, I yeah. would too. Yeah. But dude, that opening Aaron Stevens segment was. Jeez. Aaron Stevens has less direction than last week, and I didn't think that what, was possible. Dude, the whole Captain Morgan and these forcing jokes that are so bad. Like, like okay, don't call so, me Captain. Nobody called him Captain Morgan. Like, don't call me Captain Morgan. And then does the knee. Yeah, like what the fuck? Like, are you a healer or a face? Like, if, don't buy into the joke if I you're heal. I think I had texted James Dean that. Maybe the uh, the gimmick should be that he's actually making like a gay porn and he doesn't realize it. And so he every week he's like, I've got some more scenes from the yeah guys, I'm really excited for this. And then like you know like his pants drop goes, oh it's just kind of an artistic take or something like that. Like it's my wrestling gear. You know they just got to do something. And but six gear. hardcore anal's. <laughs> CCW <laughs> exactly. And WWE took a weird turn this week, guys. But well, no, I, yeah, Aaron Stevens again. It, it, it goes back I want to, to thank you so much for listening. As long as you did, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I think no, it goes back. The to thoughts the, expressed on the on the stable of studs are not of the Tank Rodriguez. <laughs> no, that sounds like <laughs> <a game> productions. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like that whole segment was so. That's exactly what I didn't want from NWA. Yeah. Shenanigans, dude. Like, look, you can you can have one funny guy. But make him funny. Yeah, make it entertaining. Please. And let that guy, and if you got that guy, let him be. Is, uh, he, is he hurt? Him, I'll take, I'll take Josephus over, over right. Aaron Stevens. This, this felt oh. like they were like, hey, you know, it felt like they were like, you know, hey, Aaron Stevens, we like you on the show. And he'd be like, okay, I want to do what I want to do, though. And they were like, oh, okay. And then he pulls this shit out. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, I, I, I kept saying to myself, I'm like, Billy Corgan's probably kicking himself in the ass that he probably paying him as much as he is probably paying him. But. So I, my hope is, because I love him. I think he's a great worker. I, I, I do like Aaron amazing. Stevens. But. He and, could be a great and, fit and as, for NWA. And, yeah, he could. Yeah, and, when has he worked? We've not seen him work. Like, is he heard? Is he? I don't, I don't know what they're doing. I mean, again, it's an hour show. I'm sure they have, you know, the matches set up, you know, yeah. and it's already taped. And it, I think he already has wrestled. Um, yeah, I was going to ask that too. So, did they start like? Did they do I, I haven't, eight I haven't, hours of filming and then yeah, parcel they, it out? I would yeah. imagine they would do more I just than one hour. I just time. haven't. I just haven't looked at the uh, the, the sheets because I don't want it to be. I don't want it to spoil ruin my it, experience. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, supposedly he has wrestled already. Uh, my thing is, I, what I, I maybe he's trying to work it out and seeing. I don't think he's used to this. He's no, used to he's not. used to WWE. He's used to Impact. Yeah. Which how long was he even there? I remember when he first came out on Impact right after he left uh, Sandow, and he came in and he, he tried to cut a promo about being, oh, I'm done with this. This is really Aaron Stevens. I don't even know if he went by Stevens. And then and then Impact fucked him. And then well, he, then he never heard from him. Like yeah. nothing. No, really he did. He did the same exact thing in WCPW. He did the I'm Aaron Steve. I you know I'm not putting up with this crap. And then. And then you do, you have to back nothing. it up with like either a hard like a badass match or or looking good because again I think he very easily could be the champion in uh, NWA. He's got a great look. He's he's the most well known wrestler on Not the. Not yet. I, I don't. I wouldn't. Oh. But I mean, in terms of he's a big dude, yeah, yeah, and and he's kind. Of, I mean, he's not the cut. He's not Lex Luger, but I mean, he's got some muscles here and there. He's the most well known wrestler on the on Fuck, the he is. company. Yeah. Shit. Like who's who has had the WWE shine that uh, Aaron Stevens has? You tell me he couldn't be the champion tomorrow if he just had a shit no, together? No, he could, but he's not going. I mean, yeah, he just doesn't have a shit together. Not be. Mm-hmm. Look, it was I was kind of depressing, it, like because it was just not. It's felt this felt like two steps back with the you know. Especially I, I, that you could tell the crowd had no idea how to react to it. But it, it may have been like hour six for them, because I noticed yeah. a lot of the same people from the first show. So I'm thinking to myself, like, if this is hour six of taped wrestling, uh, 
maybe the crowd's kind of dead by that so point. What they no, they, they reacted to so much more after that. Yeah. It was just that, that they were like... Yeah, because it was so stupid. But um, even I felt like the rest of the whole thing, there was like... Although now, dude, the the yes, commercials have yes, gotten yes. even weirder. Yeah, okay, what look, the fuck look, was you, that? You need to, they need to stop that. They, they, keep, keep, keep the Austin Idol ones because that's amazing. Because um, that actually looks like a legitimate commercial. Tire irons and pancakes uh, is great. That, that needs to go. That I what? I mean, look, here's the thing. It's just so... Here's the thing. You, you're, you're trying to establish yourself. It's okay to be a little bit different. But not on fucking acid, man. Like that was. Well, I don't like, know. That whole invisible hair thing reminded me of like melancholy and the infinite sadness or something like that. Like <laughs> Bailey Corgan has a thing. I think with like women with either no hair or short hair. I feel like that's a theme that comes up in like. No, Smashing he's just Pumpkins. bald and he wants bald acceptance. It's... But I think he likes it. Like it's kind of a thing for him. I just they yeah. they, they need to drop that. I, I think it, it, weird commercials are fine and fake weird commercials are cool. But stuff like that, I mean, you you want to be taken seriously as the NWA. Yeah. yeah, well, it is a little jar, like it's a jarring juxtaposition it's from a, that to like this like old school wrestling vibe. It has nothing to do with wrestling so much. I mean, I can understand if it was like it's supposed to be. Well, like, again, a they're supposed commercial. to be commercials, and they I don't understand. have commercials. I, I don't have a problem with them being kind of comedy, but what if, what if the segments like NWA used to be on like at three in the morning on like your cup, like your your uh, cable access or public Which access is what show, they're going for. and then so it's like your local. <laughs> So like here goes. I'm putting him to sleep, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Here, uh, but maybe that's just the theme. Is like this is going to be something that you just stumbled upon. Uh, you get, came home from the bar. You're watching wrestling, and uh, you're see and some weird shit, weird commercials. Which is what exactly they're going for. That I feel like it's right? just we separated enough for it to not be an issue. Also, uh, one quick thing, uh, Camille Khan. If you are looking for representation, Adam Danger is open for business. Just letting you know. Thank you. All right, and really quick, uh, last thing we're going to talk about today. Uh, not so much Crown Jewel, uh, but how... Super it, Saudi Showdown? And how in the hell did they get Seth Rollins out of that Survivor Series match into a match with a, re, a rematch? I think the they team. forgot. I think they forgot he was the captain of that match. <laughs> well, I mean, who was, I, was... Is that on Team Flair? No, he was captain of Team Hogan. Yeah. And then they were like, uh, oh, shit. Yeah, well, I mean, Hogan was a poor captain, but uh, I mean, he's hyping his team. Uh, but maybe, maybe he just said, "Oh, he loaned him out." What's going on? Because I don't watch. I'm not. I'm not watching it. I, I'm in, I'm standing with ACH minus NXT, which I know is the main thing. Yeah. But Raw and SmackDown, I might have to protest in solidarity. I just have no interest. Like, like it's not a protest. Uh, yeah, like, I wasn't even not watching good. last night because I was like, "Well, I, here's what I think happened." Um, Seth Rollins shot his mouth off about AEW being the minor leagues. And now he's gotten real heat from the boys in the business. And so maybe this is it. Maybe they're just busting him back now maybe. as a retribution. Well, Wait, who's he fighting? The Fiend as a rematch. Oh, yeah. But this time, the title. falls count anywhere and you can't stop the match. Oh, I seriously thought that I was a troll, that someone... No, that, <laughs> that's on the fucking image for the match. Have you seen it? No. So it's falls count anywhere match. Mm-hmm. That can't be stopped for any reason. Well, they learned their lesson. Now, how do you book it? I don't know, but I don't care. I also okay. don't care. And okay. I, I, well, some of you may have seen this because I put it in the Slack, but I, I swear to God, you're going to hear these words verbatim. Maggle's going to say something like, up next, Seth Rollins defends the Universal title in a, in a false count anywhere match that can't be stopped for any reason. And then fucking Lawler's going to pipe out and say, like, how will we know when it's over? <laughs> oh, boy. They're going to pull that stupid bullshit joke. I know they will yes. in some way. So we'll wrap it up, but I know you don't care, James. <laughs> uh, but let's do predictions on that match. Uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna watch it so much. I'm just gonna wait for the results to come out. I'm gonna be disappointed. Uh, I'll predict. <laughs> it is that. Halloween, isn't it? It is Halloween. Well, it, it'll, it'll be November first over there. Look, it's not Halloween All wrestling unless Abdullah the Butcher gets electrocuted in an electric chair. Okay. If that's not happening, I don't give it. Right, ass. Tanner. What's gonna happen? Seth. Or, no, um, Seth no, not what. How? But just Seth or Fiend. Of course, it's gonna be Seth. They're not gonna put the Universal Title on SmackDown. Uh, I would say, yeah, it's got to be Seth, just in that, why, why would the belt change hands uh, all the way on the other side of the world? The only thing that I see maybe happening is they're like, oh, we drafted Bray Wyatt, but the Fiend can go to Russell. It's going to be some bullshit like that. I think actually it's going to be Bray. I think they have something with Saudi that they have to do something huge. And then immediately retract. Yeah, they got yeah, Mansoor. Something. Yeah, exactly. They got Mansoor wrestling Cesaro. That's the huge thing. Exactly. He's from Riyadh. We're not going to do match of the week. Well, I, okay, really quick. I, I'm I'm going with the Fiend too. He's bored. 
I'm not bored. Uh, I, I know we have to wrap it up here for for uh, for James. The tape machines here. are rolling, fans. But all right. So yeah, what's your match of the week, James? Well, I should want you guys do that. You want to go last? Okay, I already last. talked about mine. Mine was with NXT with Keith Lee and uh, DJ. Uh, I can't. Well, how do you say his name? Dijakovic. Dijakovic. DJ. All right. So Tanner. Mine was Matt Riddle and Cameron Grimes. Ugh. All right. Fuck you. Uh, I'm gonna actually say that mine was. Uh, you know, I really like that SmackDown match. I know we're not supposed to talk about it, but I'd say I was the most fun I had. It was a, a eight man tag between Team Hogan versus Team Flair. Uh, a lot of fun seeing Shorty they already G did the match. Yeah, why did they do the match if they're doing the match? Well, it was it was almost like half of Team Hogan they versus half of Team Flair, the and then they they had to substitute two other guys. Uh, like King Corbin was in there, uh, but I, I thought it was really good for for I Shorty G. I love Corbin. It was good for Shorty G and Ali to like kind of get. And Hogan was hyping him up. Like again, Hogan was really giving him. Uh, why is he the dressed rub? like a, a JV basketball player now? Little Shorty Who? G. Shorty G. Oh, Chad I, Gable. Yeah, because they had so many certified G like material that they had to recycle it. It's awful. All right. Okay. So my match of the week was actually not anything you guys probably watched. No, yeah, I'm thinking oh, actually here we go. No, 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 no. Watch out, guys. No, no, well, the biggest no, mark in the business. You probably wouldn't have seen it. No, no. I, I'm, it was on Twitch. I have a reason for this. Oh, my God. We didn't even talk about Kenny and, and, and Ray. We'll talk about that next on Thursday. Okay. Okay, but anyway. I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, oh Triple A, yeah. Triple oh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was a great match, too. It yeah, was. That was. All right. All right. So anyway, go I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to switch mine. I think that was match. So, okay. uh, I got turned on to this match of Pac versus this guy named Cara Noir, this British wrestler, uh, who's now my new favorite wrestler. Um, this kid has got, he's got kind of like a black swan gimmick. I don't know if the kid was like a ball, ball, ballet dancer. He's definitely like. But he's like David Bowie meets... Which promotion was this? Uh, some English promotion, some, some British promotion. Gotcha. The match itself was amazing. It was Oh, it was for... Um, not Shockwave. This British promotion was great. It was actually filmed like a movie. Um, oh, nice. I'll actually put it in... I'll send it to you Just guys later. Him, yeah, Texas it's a too. great match, though. This kid has a huge future. Um, Pac was... I mean, it was a great match. And then on top of it, this kid, I'm just... Again, shout out to the mailman, Mike D. Like He turned me on this kid, and I was like blown away the way the film it was filmed this kid is like this new star the chemistry him and Pac had was incredible what was his name Dracar Noir oh boy Cara Noir for uh, <laughs> people who want to check him out anyways kid's got so he's got a very bright future it's a completely his own vibe his own look um, very interesting I was super improved it was actually better than anything I saw on TV this week I'm so. check it out well that's a great way to end it folks and uh, we want to thank you for listening to this on the non-Thursday uh, Stable of Studs podcast. Uh, but yeah, for for, uh, for for Mike, Adam, James, Tanner, and myself, Tank Rodriguez, we want to thank you for listening to the Stable of Studs podcast. And we'll see you on the... Oh, we did what? I was going to say, aren't we going to uh, really push the fact that, like, hey, uh, Punk, uh, you see him, Punk? I'm coming for you, sucker. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to bleep it. I'm going to bleep it. <laughs> no, because then I'm going to... Adam Danger's going to get a bad I'm gonna, reputation. I'm going to bleep it. it. you got to bleep I it. i got to bleep it. Oh, oh God. And then, uh, yeah. That was awful, Adam. So off color. <laughs> oh, I know. And then we'll edit this out. How dare you? I wasn't the one that... You know what? You're going to need to get out of here right now. You need to get out now. <laughs>